feelings Notice they ain't really like me Can't control my anxiety Feeling like I'm touching the ceiling When I'm with you I can't breathe Boy you do something to me Yo, welcome to the Cold World Podcast. Fun stuff, y'all. Fun stuff. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay. Um, This is episode 80. I actually had another episode 80. It was the the mashup joint that I, the interview that I did um, last week, but the audio wasn't working with me, so I didn't upload that. So this is gonna be episode eighty. It's all good. We just gonna rock with it. Um but anyway. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. It's some fun stuff going on in the world that we're gonna discuss. But there are also uh some serious things. But from a pop culture standpoint, man, uh everybody is talking about this whole um this whole Drake thing and uh, Pusha T, you know what I'm saying, which is uh, quite interesting to me, you know. I am a fan of both those folks. I think that that Pusha T album is amazing. I know it's only seven songs. I know it's all produced by Kanye West, and right now y'all mad at him and saying y'all ain't gonna never listen to him again or whatnot. I don't know. That's your business. Um, but that album is bananas like it's not even it's so good seven seven songs you know illmatic i think was nine um i think that album is an instant classic and uh push a t-bin shooting those shots at wayne and baby and drake for a minute and uh i think he wants all the smoke but drake did come back with a with a track that duffy track and I think it was a good track. I think that folks are treating it like it's ether. I don't think it's ether. Um, I'm a big Nas fan, though, so take that as you may. But I thought it was a good track. I think that people are just so used to seeing, like, folks not respond. You know what I'm saying? I think that's kind of the big thing there. But, you know, I love it. I love the gamesmanship. I think this is hip-hop. I like that two dope rappers are going back and forth. Um, we'll see if Pusha responds or not. I think Drake made a mistake in putting that single out. He put a single out right after. That single is wet toilet paper. It is it is trash. Like it is not good for anybody. Nobody's gonna get no run out of that. I mean, it's Drake and he got a big machine behind him, so they might play it enough to where it's like, oh, okay, I guess we like this song now. But our first listen, I wasn't feeling that the the, the single. But I think that, like, the stuff that he putting together, man, is, um, I think it's some dopeness. I I, 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 I am very happy. Like, I, I'm a hip-hop dude. I, I like aggression. I like the, the competitive nature that hip-hop brings. I don't think nothing's behind, beyond that's going to happen, but, I mean, it is what it is. But I think that watching two folks that are really, really skilled and talented at what they do like operate at peak performance i think that's some it's some dope about that 
The other thing is, I know a lot of people that's listening to this don't really know about Pusha T and Eclipse. Like, a lot of folks don't really know Pusha T's pen game. His pen is ridiculous. Uh, and I think the other thing about that, and I think some folks might disagree, is the ghostwriting issue. Listen, I don't have a problem with folks having ghostwriters. It's not really, like, Dr. Dre is one of my favorites. Diddy has had ghostwriters for a minute. But those Kanye West, like, those are producers, though. Like, they're, they are, like, all around, like, producing a product. I think that if you want to be a lyricist, I think that the ghostwriting thing becomes a bigger issue. Like, Dr. Dre has never said I was a lyricist. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but Drake wants to occupy that top lyricist seat. And I think that that's just going to be something that's going to follow him. Um, which is what, you know, what sparked us all off from the infrared track that Pusha T did on his album. Which, again, you Daytona, you got to go check it out. Like, Daytona... From Pusha T is just amazing. And like I said, Drake gave us some grown man bars, like, right after that. So, it was dope. But then there's been other fallout. So, the other fallout has been Ryan Fest hopped on Twitter and jumped into the, 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 the Kanye West Drake thing and said, you know, if, if you're giving out, you know, money or whatever... If they're giving out money, can they give some money to the Donda Foundation? Now, the Donda House Foundation is um, an organization that Kanye West started a while ago that Ryan Fest, who is his, his homie, his friend, they came up in this together, rapping. Uh, Ryan Fest runs that. And basically, Ryan Fest was saying that Kanye West has not been supporting his foundation that focuses on uh, Southside Chicago kids and the arts and things that they promised. And I don't personally agree with the way in which Ryan Fest went about that, especially if we friends, like especially if we was just together in a studio, you know, we working together or now at the moment not working together on Kanye's album, you know, to jump in and that the way that he did, it, it felt attention seeking. I don't think I think a lot of people might see it differently because. There's a big anti-Kim, anti-Kanye wave right now. But if we if we homies, if we friends and you got my information, like, I don't know. Personally, I don't think that's the best way to handle it. But whatever. It, it got the result that he wanted. It got a lot of attention. A lot of people are talking about it. It's trending. So Kim Kardashian hops on Twitter, fans those flames, and she kind of went off on bruh. And, uh, I mean, basically, it looked like she was defending her husband. Now, I know that we don't like anything as a collective right like folks are not feeling the the the, the kim kardashian uh kanye west tribe at the moment and so i think that a lot of folks kind of went in on her but i'm looking at it like this look i think a wife and a husband i think that relationship is something different i, I do kind of think it's them against the world um i got a friend that was asking me like you know she why didn't she, and it wasn't just this friend it was like a bunch of folks i've heard saying this like why where where was her voice when kanye west was saying that you know slavery was a choice and i'm like well that's her husband like i'm sure they probably had some type of conversation about it i don't know what goes on in their house but what i do know is that like i don't expect her to blast her husband for the world to see you know what i'm saying like that's not something that plays out like like will smith does stupid things i don't I don't expect Jada Pinkett Smith to, like, 
go on Twitter and publicly blast her husband when they live in the same house together. You know what I mean? I think that that's um, like I, I I don't I don't like I know we don't like these people, but like let's keep you know I mean there's a standard around this, right? You feel me? Um, that's just me though. Like I said, I could be wrong, um, but I I I wouldn't want to see that. Like me personally. But hey, people got their, like I said, people got their opinions. People look at that however way they want to kind of look at it. You feel me? So anyway, so she got at at, at Ryan Fest and uh, she kind of went in. She said that he got kicked out the studio because he had, he had on some fake Yeezys and uh, he wasn't welcome to be on Kanye's album. He wasn't worthy. Like she went in. She like jumped in there and then Ryan Fest did the next thing he was supposed to do. And he released a statement that basically got Don the house the type of you know the type of look he wanted Don the house to have media well played you know what I'm saying like this is just this the social media world man is just so wild to me and I say that as I broadcast on social media right as I I mean social media has pushed my podcast to whatever heights it has gotten to um but I think that that's why like one of my ultimate goals when I feel like I, I reached this arbitrary level of success that I've defined for myself uh, that's a whole different show but I think that's part of the reason why you know my ultimate goal is to like disappear right like I think that like I just don't think people should have unfiltered unlimited access to other people like I think it, I think we are just getting to a place where we feel way too entitled to other people's business and uh how they handle things in their home like I'm never gonna be cool with that you know what I'm saying and that's not me on some like righteous stuff or like holier than now. Like I think people's vices are their vices. Um, close that. Um, you know what I'm saying? We all got our vices. We all got our things. We all got our ways to escape. Like I don't have strong thoughts or opinions on folks that watch like the Housewives shows or other, you know, or other forms of reality TV. Like we all got our things that we use to escape reality. Um, you know, whether it's sports. You feel me? Like, it's playoff time. People are, like, diving deep in that. I played basketball. Like, like a long time ago, like, the playoffs used to mean something different to me until I busted up my knee, you know? But I got my own stuff. Like, it was a lot of people that watched the, the Royal Wedding, which I don't care anything about. Um, not even a little bit, but I'm not going to bag on you for that, right? Because I was definitely, definitely in the theater as soon as the Marvel movies came out. Like, I was in front at Infinity War, you feel me, like, cheering like a little kid, like, I went by myself, like, I go to movies by myself a lot, um, I, but I, I like, those are movies that I prefer going to see alone, like, I, I, I have a whole ritual of how I want to enjoy that experience, because that's my way, that's my own escape, like, we all got that safety valve that we dive into, and I think that social media has allowed us to plan to that in a different type of way, so my whole point of saying that was that I'm not here to judge you. But I do have a few thoughts on the royal wedding as somebody who don't care about the royal wedding. Listen, I'm super happy for Megan. Uh, uh, and I'm talking, I'm saying her first name like I know her. But um, I think she's dope. I'm a fan of Suits. So I know her from Suits. Like, I love Suits. Suits is like, Suits is mad dope to me. You feel me? Like, I love Suits. Uh, I was I was, I was, was personally upset because that just meant she wasn't going to be on Suits no more. Um, I have to, like, catch up. I'm a little bit behind on Suits. Uh, but then I watched the pictures, and can I can y'all just help me out with something then? You feel me? Like I ain't got a problem with interracial marriages, weddings, none of that stuff. 
my thing is why would why why she can't have no other family members there? Like why why is the only other black person there for her her mama? Like when you watch the when you look at the pictures that those famous pictures that came out and she's surrounded by a whole bunch of white kids like and again no problem with white folks no problem with interracial nothing but if you want to talk about a get out moment like that like a get out moment man I was like oh, I was like afraid for this girl yo like like I don't know. I would I can only imagine the level of vetting like the people that probably had to get cut off um all these like security things that had to happen people prying into your life your family's life like who's that do you have a crackhead uncle like I can only imagine you know what I'm saying so I don't really wish that on nobody so I hope she's happy I hope it ends well for her like I hope she gets to like you know live out whatever she wants to live out with this cat and, uh, I mean, he seemed cool. I know a lot of people that don't like him. Um, I don't follow him very much. Like, somebody was hitting me up talking about, you know, how homie was dressing up like Hitler and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, man. Y'all get y'all boy. But, um, it just, hey, man, she, she, she is a, she is a princess now. The other thing that I had to ask, and this is this is my ignorance. Like, I don't know. So I'm asking the question. This is not a judgment. I would just like for somebody to respond to me. If you're watching one of the live video feeds, put it directly in. If you're listening to the podcast, one, thank you. Uh, but two, you can hit me up on Twitter and answer this question. At C. Cole the Third. It's in, it's in your description. Why are we, like, is that, like, an, are we considering that an accomplishment? Like, are we considering marrying a prince an accomplishment? Now, I, I don't have a judgment if that's yes or no. I just don't know what the consensus is on that, right? Like, like I just really want to know. Is that an accomplishment? Again, no, no beef from here, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't my life. Um, I live my own life. I do what I want to do. So, um, but I'm just curious. So, y'all can help me out with that. The other thing that I want to bring up in this in the fun section of this is I just discovered Cobra Kai. Now, I am a kid that was born in the 80s. Um, I mean, I was born in 83. Karate Kid came out in 84 or something like that. So but I grew up like with the Karate Kid. Like I, I watched that as a kid. Like I love that 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 movie. I love that, that, that set of movies. Um, I remember when they tried to relaunch it with Jaden Smith, wasn't really feeling that, but I know Will Smith had bought a part of it, but they brought back Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai was, um, the antagonist, uh, dojo that was harassing and, 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 and picking on poor little Daniel son. Right. But they telling a story in 2018 from like their perspective and how people viewed it. And it's amazing. It is amazing. Okay. I love it. I feel like a kid again, like the nostalgia in it is on, is, is on a thousand. And I think they're making some really bold statements. So basically, let me give you the premise. So everybody know about the crane kick. You know, Daniel was hurt and he going out to finish fighting. They was cheating or whatever, taking out his leg. And so he do the little crane kick. He win. The kid like that he beat, like gives him the trophy or whatever. So now it's like 34 years later and the dude who got beat his life is in shambles he's an alcoholic he can't really get right he can't get it together it's almost like a billy bob thornton s type of role right um you know and so he ends up meeting this kid 
dope sweet kid named uh miguel and uh you know miguel's getting picked on and miguel comes in for some help and you know he's reluctant or whatever to help him but then he starts to train them and they open up a dojo and eventually they get other kids now this is the where it gets really dope for me because there's this push like this guy is 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 definitely stuck in the 80s right like he has 80 sentiments right like he's still you know he he might say a woman is hot or like if a kid is a nerd he'll call a kid a nerd or 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 like laugh at something on like a kid's face right but i think the reason why this show is resonating with so many people is because a lot of folks feel like we've gotten super sensitive like we're super sensitive now we're oversensitive and and you get to watch these kids that were picked on nerds and all that stuff like really turn into like a dope group of confident kids that that's not taking that crap no more. And then it just kind of goes into that, man. I, I love that show. It's on it's on YouTube Red. I know a lot of folks ain't really up on YouTube Red, ain't feeling it. You get it for 30 days for free. That's more than enough time to like knock out those 10 episodes. The episodes only at 30 minutes each, around 30 minutes. It's amazing. Like I love, love, love that show, man. It is um they just talk about some really dope stuff. But I want to transition because I think talking about how sensitive folks are or or how we look at things in the world or whatever the case is, I wanna like really like I, I had a conver I went to my little diner. I got a diner by my crib that I go to every morning, for the most part, when I can. If I don't have like a meeting super early. I try to go to this diner. I love this diner because it's like an old school diner. It's not, uh, I live in Oakland for a lot of folks that don't know. And Oakland has changed. Like, you know, you can talk about gentrification and, you know, there's a lot of places with like avocado toast and all that stuff. And I ain't, if you like avocado toast, I ain't mad at you. It tastes great, whatever. But this is like an old school diner with coffee, bacon and eggs. Like they don't have, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they, they don't have all the new alternatives. They don't, you mentioned like a gluten allergy there. They're going to look at you like you're stupid. They don't know what you're talking about. Like, and I begin, I sit down, I get to talk to these OGs every day. And it was two OGs this, this morning and they were black men. Both of them were over 65. This is really important. And one of them turned on Fox news and I was just kind of like, ah, oh, man, like, and it was like, what? And I was like, I just don't rock with Fox News. Like, I'm just not a, I just don't feel like hearing that. And it was like, what you want to hear? Like CNN, and those lies. I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 right? Like, so we, so we, I've been thrust into a political conversation when I really wasn't looking for one. I really just wanted to have my bacon, eggs, and my coffee. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm much older than I guess my actual age is. But I look forward to this every morning. Like, I just look forward to sitting down in my diner, them knowing my name them fixing what I they, what they know I want already like it's just endearing to me um and we get into this political conversation and these two black men that don't know each other at all are like Trump supporters and like strong Trump supporters not Republican supporters which was really interesting so they're they're just what I was just and I was just trying to ask them questions about reconciling that because I don't rock with Trump like not even a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I think that dude is racist. I think that dude is um, is sexist. And they said, well, I mean, we can watch CNN. All we're going to talk about is like what a rich white dude was doing with like a porn star 10 years ago. Like, I don't I don't think that's news either. And, on, and I agree on that level. I actually 
I didn't care when Bill Clinton did it. I didn't care when I read about JFK doing it. And I don't really care about Donald Trump doing it. Like, that's just the, the personal lives of like a president. Has never, I just never felt like that was my business. But that's like my motif, right? Like, I, I appreciate and want my privacy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't get into other people's stuff. But I was like, but we can have a conversation about his politics. We can have a conversation around those things. And I'm like, yo, like, how do y'all feel? How do you reconcile us living in California in the Bay Area? And we seen images last week of like, like immigrant babies being pulled away from their parents. And like these two black men was like, they like went in on that. They like really went in on like illegal immigration. And I got a lot of, you know, the pushback I was getting was you 34, I'm almost 70. Like I've lived a different life and people know rules like people. And I'm just like, yo, but we stole like California from like Mexicans, yo. And it was like, yeah, I get that. Like I, it was just an interesting conversation. And like I, I um, it was just a hard conversation to have. But I came to the realization like, yo, like, yo, man, it's more Trump supporters out here than I think people think. And I think that folks are getting more and more comfortable, like, like being willing to have that conversation. I just think that that's really interesting, man. And I, and I, my thing is how, I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 I'm like, how do I, um, like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to reconcile it, right? Because I'm going I'm to keep it all, I'm going to keep it all the way real with you. I think that Trump is going to win again. Like I do. I, I think that Trump is going to win again. And I think that. I think that our party, I think the Democrats, like, let me also be clear. I don't think that I don't think we should just give our votes away to Democrats. Like I remember when Chance said that and everybody got mad at him. I voted Democrat in every election, every one. But I also think that people should work for our votes. So I'm, this is not saying go vote Republican or whatever the case is. I do think that people take our votes for granted. But the reason why I feel like Trump might win again is um, for the same reason why 10 years ago the, 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 the script was reversed, where liberals and, and, and Democrats were saying, yo, that censorship stuff, we got to cut that out. We can't be censoring people. You know, we can't overreact to every little thing. We can't get super sensitive about this stuff. And I think that we do that now. I think that we are so afraid to offend folks that we spend more time figuring out the best ways to say something as opposed to just saying it. I think that we are in a world now like where we are revisiting Puritan values, yo, where, listen, man, in this social climate, you know there would be no like Martin Luther King, right? There would be no Malcolm X in this climate. With Twitter, the way it is right now, with our hyper-reactivity to it, there would be, there's no way Malcolm X would have been able to, to transform from Malcolm Little. Like, it just, it's just not possible, man. Like, you, you if, if, if the FBI sent a tape to MLK's wife about him with him cheating on it. In 2018, they're not sending that to his wife. They upload that on Twitter. Do you think, tell me, really, 
Do you think that we would have let MLK recover and give the I have a dream speech? See, this is this is what I'm saying, right? It's like it's almost to the point where if you're not absolutely perfect, depending on what sin we are in the business of denouncing at that moment, they're going to get you out of here. And I think what's going to happen is people that had voices, people that wanted to make a difference, people that are like changing their lives. I don't think that they're going to come out at this point. I think that people just want to like live their life and be cool. Like nobody wants to put their mama through that. Nobody want to put their kids through that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to take for somebody that's like, that just is okay with all the consequences. It's going to take a different type of, um, I think it's going to take a different type of courage um, in this day and age. And I think that the reason why we have people, Democrats, black folks, a black bloc that has been so, so, so firmly Democratic. I think that there are more of those folks supporting Trump than we like to think and admit. Because I met two of them in the most liberal bastion on this, on just in this country. But I think that they rocking with him because they feel like he just says whatever he wants, and they're hearkening back to a time where they didn't have to be afraid to say the things they wanted to say. I don't know, man. It's scary stuff. I don't have an answer. Like I'm not, I'm not saying this as if I have like an answer for you. I'm just, I'm. This is just my observation from like this week. You know what I'm saying? I think that it's um. I think it's wild, man. I think it's wild. You know, I ain't gonna keep you all too long, man. I, I, I missed you all. Uh, in the time since we had talked, uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I said this on the last podcast. I have, I passed my. Um, my dissertation proposal uh, defense that was stressful but we are on our way y'all we should be done with this dissertation in a year or less hopefully God willing I'm trying to stay focused on it man Um, I'm just trying to knock out these goals as they come it is uh, it is it it is it's really uh, it's a lot of work you know what I'm saying? But it's a blessing, man, because I ain't, I ain't have to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm going to take that. But I've definitely been blessed. Let's see. We got a comment from Ms. Jasmine Campbell. Um, I asked earlier, I asked the question is, of is it an accomplishment to, to, to date and marry a, a, a prince and become a princess? So... Uh, Jasmine said, definitely not an accomplishment. The monarchy is a machine and how it operates historically speaking uh, is pretty interesting. A big draw for a lot of folks is to see how this union will or will not launch the monarchy into a more modernized uh, relative space. Then, of course, there's a large draw to the underlining fairy tale of a commoner marrying into royalty that draws in people. Oh, and let's not forget it's a time step in history. Look, I ain't mad at it. You feel me? Like, I, you know, I ain't mad at it, man. I think people... People can, if, if folks are happy about it, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to be the people that's going to rain on folks' parades. I just wanted to know how we was thinking about it. Um, so, I mean, th- those are just some of my observations, man, just around um, some, 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 the music that I've been listening to this week, the movies I've been watching. I definitely saw Deadpool, loved it. Definitely saw Infinity War twice, loved it, like, loved it, loved it. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know what else is coming out soon. I'm waiting for Captain Marvel. Uh, I'm going to go see Ant-Man because I like that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I love movies. Like, movies is, like, the thing that I, like, really enjoy doing. You feel me? Um, But that's pretty much what I got going on, man. I, I, I should be back here next week. If you got other comments, questions, leave them. Email me. Uh, not email me. You can email me. But I really meant to say tweet me. Uh, Twitter is probably the place where I spend most of my time. Um, as you know, I usually usually just use um, I usually just use uh, Facebook to like promote my work. But um, you know, but you can tweet me at uh, at Cole the third. That's at C C O L E I I I. We got another question. The other question I got was any take on the album cover for Daytona. So. This is I'm that's a good question. I'm so glad that that question got asked because uh, I love the album cover. So let me explain. Pusha T, the album cover for Daytona, which is the album I've been championing since it came out. I love that album. I know Pusha T's music. I know what it's about, so I know what to expect. And I write and talk a lot about the crack era. Like I grew up in the crack era. Um, I'm somewhat obsessed with it, um, just in the impact that it's had on my life. And um, you know, so so the, the the picture is a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom um, with like all her drug paraphernalia. And it just kind of shows, you know, when you smoking crack, like what your life looks like. And a lot of folks felt it was disrespectful. I, I get that. I understand that. I think. I think a lot of people talk about the crack era and crack epidemic and like the impact and didn't really like live it or like experience it. And I think that album cover was a representation of what really, really happens. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I lived that. Like I lived that through people that I love, you know what I'm saying? And like what crack does to your life. Um, I, I don't have this podcast. I'm not going for a doctor. Like my doc, my, my, my dissertation is about the crack era. You know what I'm saying? It is about black males that persevered through the crack era to become doctors and how they navigated that space. So for me, I think I I, I appreciate the realness of what that drug does to people and to families and, and, and what it did to one of our greatest legends. I don't I don't think they were trying to be disrespectful, but I can understand somebody that feels that way. I, this is the other thing, though. I'm also just in this space where. I, I follow this comedian, Lil Duval, and uh, every morning he tweets out, "What y'all fake mad about today?" Like I, I, I really do feel like like we get really angry and overreact to a lot of things, and I think that there's enough in the world, enough genuine things to be mad about. So I try to save it, man. I have not really been outraged as of late. I usually just get outraged by the outrage of others at this point, and just like, yo, like. Like, when do we get to be, I don't know if soft is the right word, but I mean, we, I keep hearing adults and people that's not millennials talking about how soft this new generation is kind of coming up and all that stuff. I, I think that everybody just scared, man. I, I really think that we just living in, one of my favorite stories is uh, The Emperor's New Clothes. I hope you all got a chance to read The Emperor's New Clothes as a kid, but in short, the story is uh, a, a, a swindler, a shyster. Um, I don't see this thing. I don't even know if I can use that language now, right? But like, 
there was um there was somebody a hustler came into town and they uh they was trying to sell this um they was trying to sell these clothes to the emperor and they didn't have no clothes it was it was it was but they said the silk is so fine that only those that are worthy of their positions can actually even see it and so the emperor got afraid because he was like oh snap i guess that means that i'm not like i don't deserve my spot and like they're not gonna let me be the, the king no more so he said yeah i can see it and so he put it on he it was nothing to put on but whatever they tailored this imaginary this invisible silk on him in these clothes so then he went out to like his staff and he said only the people that are most you know most qualified for their jobs most worthy of their titles can see such fine silk so everybody else lied and said they saw it and then he went out and he talked to everybody he, talk, he addressed his his kingdom and he said only those that are most um the most dignified or whatever can like see the beautiful clothes that i have on and everybody like went with it until like a little kid said hey man you naked and then at that point everybody looked at that kid and was like well this is just a child like surely like a child is always like worthy of being a child and then everybody else was like yeah we yeah you naked and then the you know the, the, the emperor was like yeah i'm naked the point of that was just that we all are in a place where we so insecure about if we deserve the spots that we have if the sins of our past are going to come back and get us and come back and bite us like that we keep the lie going. So when something happens and it's like, oh, I should be outraged about that. And I'm not talking about things like a school shooting or people dying or things of that nature. I'm not I'm not talking about that. But I but I but if you look around and you see the reactions, the strong reactions that people are having. Like, like I don't have a super strong reaction about Kim Kardashian and Ryan Fels, Ryan Fels having a spat on Twitter. Like, I just, I just don't. I don't. That don't mean I don't care about kids. I don't mean I don't, I don't care about my hometown of Chicago. I just don't think that that argument has any bearing on my life. So, that's how I look at, like, this album cover. Like, you cannot like the album cover. You can choose to like the album cover. But at either way, at either point, I don't think it warrants, like, a huge protest. I don't think it warrants, like, me trying to educate you and tell you how stupid you are and how, quote-unquote, woke I am. I am so tired of the term woke. I'm so, so tired of it. Like, I am, it's, it's, it is just a race to see who can read the most headlines and who can just catch other people up, man, that we forgetting to live. You know, like it's real people suffering in, in the world. yo. It's real things happening. Like there are real things, man, that, that live beyond these screens. You know, social media is a tool. The way a hammer is a tool, like the way a screwdriver is a tool. You can use it to build things. You can use it to enrich or you can use it to like tear down. I could take a screwdriver right now and stab somebody with it if I wanted to. Or I can build something new that helps people. So I didn't mean to go all the way off like that about the cover of Daytona. 
sorry but i mean i think that that speaks to a larger issue but man this has been fun and i'll be back next week uh maybe sooner if something else happens but uh yeah if, if you like what you saw share the video share the podcast um interact with me i i i love getting ideas from people i love hearing people's thoughts um like i love it so I'm with it, man. As I always sign off with, y'all take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Um, God bless you, man. Peace. Of all the things I've ever paid for Know that it's no price tag when I wage war It's no more to pray for Niggas get prayed on Dark in my doorstep They told me the day's gone You listening, Davon? As I'm talking to your spirit For God's sakes, I'm dealing with heartbreak Checking my ego I'm living with lost faith I'm back in this hit, nigga You ever seen Shark Tank? I paid him in small bills All of them small face I bet when we draw blood You niggas will draw blank Dress you in all black Partner with all saints I'm numbers and all facts My shooters give all thanks and all praise No jail bars can save Leave you like Malcolm where X marks your grave Hey, it's probably better this way It's cheaper when the chaplain prays Santeria Ya te va en la mañana Los Angeles